Hello and welcome to Pickleball Therapy, the podcast dedicated to your pickleball improvement. This week, we're going to be talking about a subject that is something we're working on right now because it, it ties into the workshop we have next week on July 20th. And the concept is the concept of losing less if you want to win more. A lot of times, pickleball players, we want to win, right? And we want to win more than we do. But we forget that the first step in that process oftentimes is losing less. So that's going to be the main topic today. And in the roof, we're going to talk about the recent report that came out about pickleball injuries. I think there's a conversation to be had about that, and I want to touch on that in the riff. As we jump into the podcast, um, before we get into it, my name is Tony Roy. I'm your host, and I'm your host every week at the Pickleball Therapy Podcast. This podcast is designed with you in mind. That is the reason we do this podcast, uh, pun intended there, about the mind. So we have you in our mind, and we have your mind in our mind. We want to help you with your the mental relationship with pickleball and just your relationship with pickleball in general. And um, so that's the purpose of the podcast. We're in a new studio, so it'll sound a little bit different. Uh, we're going to be working on adding some audio features and things like that in here. If you're watching us on the uh, channel on Pickleball Therapy YouTube channel, you'll see us uh, in the new studio. You'll see the monitor in our background. We're going to be modifying that as well. Uh, this is just a temporary monitor I'm using for now. Um, and we'll be um, trying to supplement that as best possible, just like you know, with pickleball, we try and grow. With life, we try and grow. Podcasts, we try and grow as well. So this is a new step, new stage for us uh, in our um, growth as a podcast, pickleball podcast dedicated to you. All right, let's jump into, actually, before I jump into it, I did want to make sure to mention to you the workshop again that we have on July 20th. It's a free workshop. It's the ultimate game plan. Uh, it'll really give you a lot of confidence when you're playing out there, a lot of comfort when you're playing out there, knowing that um, you're able to extend rallies and to avoid losing as often as you're losing, right? So you'll start losing less. The less you lose, the more you win by, by, by extension. So let's talk a little bit about what we're talking about with the idea of losing less and winning more. Um, you know, the idea is that even though winning is not our focus, you know, uh, it, it's, it shouldn't be our focus. I mean, our focus is whatever it is that brings you to pickleball. Um, you know, we've done several episodes on this concept of basically uh, you know, what is it that brings you to the game? Why, why are you going to the courts that day? As long as you got that, you're good to go. But we understand, we know, we don't live in a world we, where we don't keep score. We do keep score in pickleball and we would like to win more than not if possible, or, or at least get our fair share. And the first step in that process is losing less. Uh, what we mean by losing less is it's certainly making less unforced errors, right? So a lot of times when you when you watch games, what happens is you'll have a, a team that's giving up too many points. Either it's unforced errors on returns to serve, four shots, things like that. And so by cleaning those things up, by simply avoiding the number of unforced errors that we have in our play, we will lose less rallies. What happens is when you start losing less rallies, your opponents will not do likewise. And let me let me flesh that out a little bit because I think it's an important concept to get your get your head around. Right now, if you're playing at level, and what that means is that you're out there playing with a group of folks that are around your level, meaning sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, and that's great. I mean, that's that's how it should be. You should win sometimes and lose sometimes. That's how you know you're playing at level. But if you're playing at level, what that what that should tell you is, let's assume that you have a certain number of unforced errors in your game. Well, what that tells you and tells me as, as your virtual coach in this podcast is that your opponents also have a fair number of unforced errors in their game. Why do I know that? 
because you're competitive with them. You're at level with them. If you were playing players who had less unforced errors than you, as a general rule, you probably wouldn't be at level. In other words, you would be losing more games than, than you care to in that group. So what you do is that the first step for you in terms of your improvement, in terms of better results out there, is to reduce the number of unforced errors that you are committing. Now, if you do that and your opponents remain the same, what's going to happen? You're more likely to win more games. Why? Because you're losing less. In other words, you are making less mistakes. You're losing less rallies because of your unforced errors. That then allows your opponents to make more errors themselves because you're making the rally last longer. You're extending the rally by not, by not making an unforced error. And by doing that, you lose less. And whenever you lose less, again, you win more. Now, unforced errors are part of the game and they are something that you can work on. Don't recommend you focusing on the concept of unforced errors just in the, in the abstract like that, in a vacuum like that. It's very difficult to, to, to deal with unforced errors just like that. If you want to deal with them, deal with them in terms of what exactly is ailing you. For example, the net's ailing me or I'm hitting too many balls out of bounds, uh, things like that. Then you're able to work backwards to, to get to the solution. That's something that we do a lot of inside the pickleball system is we give you the tools so that you can then work backwards. Because here's the thing, mistakes will happen. You're going to make mistakes in your game. Uh, and the key is, your question is, can I fix them, right? Can I work backwards to figure out what it is that I, that I did wrong in that shot uh, or in that series of shots and then work backwards to figure out how to correct it? That's the mechanical pillar that we explore in depth inside the pickleball system. Uh, and if it's something that you're ready to do, ready to improve your game, we have a new class opening right after this, uh, um, the uh, workshop for the, uh, uh, the ultimate game plan workshop. We have a class starting right after that. Now, the word of the week relates to what we're talking about here. The word of the week is going to be control. And the reason I bring that up is because control can mean a lot of different things. But the way we're using it in this context relative to losing less is, is being able to control our rally, being able to control the tempo of the rally, being able to, to control the situation around us. And using the techniques that you'll learn in the ultimate uh, game plan workshop, as well as inside the pickleball system, you can then uh, take control of the rally, controlling its tempo and controlling, uh, controlling whether you're going to lose it or extend it, right? So the key is here, extending versus losing. And what you're going to use is you're going to use the techniques in the ultimate game plan, uh, which will allow you to get out of trouble at any time. And it's a beautiful thing when you're able to get out of trouble, because when you're able to get out of trouble, no matter what gets thrown your way, it instills a tremendous amount of confidence in you because it lets you know that you are in control. You're in control of what's going on out there. You're in control of the rally. And once you're in control of the rally, it's very difficult for your opponents to, to win because what happens is it gets in their head. You become that player out there that, that other players say, oh my God, not this player, because this player, I can't, I can't rattle them. I can't, I can't do things that make them feel uncomfortable or flustered out there. And the reason is because you are in control of the situation. So that is the word of the week is control relative to your ability to control the rally. Tempo of rally, but also control, not necessarily the outcome, because if they hit a winner, they hit a winner and that's okay. They, they won the rally. But what you're going to do is control your ability not to lose the rally. Again, lose less and you're going to win more. All right. In the riff, we're going to talk about, uh, and actually make sure you join us for the workshop. I'm going to put it back up here again. If you're watching on the thing, July 20th, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. 
It's a really good workshop, 90 minutes in depth. We do a lab study. There's a game study that's attached to the workshop. So you sign up for the workshop, you get uh, you get access to the game study. It'll, it'll show you different ways of thinking about the game in, in one rally, a uh, total of uh, 12 shots hit in the rally. And you'll get to pick which player uh, you want you you can and want to emulate uh, in in their game. So make sure you to check that out. All right, in the riff, we're going to talk about injuries. There was a report that came out recently. It was actually a UBS analysis, uh, insurance analysis, as I recall it, or economic analysis about the impact of pickleball in healthcare. And I want to talk about that for a minute. But before I do that, uh, I want to make sure that you know that there's a code that we have that's available for you. So that if you're in need of shoes, and we're big fans of Tyrol shoes, Tyrol shoes are designed specifically for pickleball by a company that only makes pickleball shoes. Um, you know, Kevin and the folks over there at Tyrol do a great job with the shoes. It's a shoe that CJ and I trust. There's a code BP10 that you can use. BP is in better pickleball. So BP10, the number 10, it'll get you 10% off your purchase. So check that out if you're in need of shoes. And listen, do not mess around with shoes. Shoes are the kind of, whether you buy Tyrol or buy whatever you want to, you know, use whatever shoe you want to use. Make sure that you're not wearing your shoes longer than their shelf life, no longer than they're, they're useful, because you will, you can cause potential damage to your body and don't want to do that. And add to that number, right, that UBS analysis number of uh, 400, between 377, 400, 500 million big numbers. But here's the thing about the, the numbers that struck me when I saw them is they're the kind of number that can that can you know, make players think twice about playing pickleball, right? Or make players wonder, why am I really doing something that I should be doing? But there wasn't really an analysis of the flip side of it. Meaning, you know, there is a cost to being uh, inactive, right? To being physically inactive as a human being. Human beings are designed to move, are designed to be active with their bodies. Being inactive with our body has a toll, has a cost, not just in, in you know, I don't have a cost in how you feel, It'll have a cost in how you experience life, but it also has a, a financial cost. You know, the, the cost of, of, you know, things like diabetes and things like that, that, that go up, generally speaking, with inactive folks. I'm not trying to give you medical advice here, not, not by a long shot. But what I'm suggesting is that there is a, there's a, another side to the coin when, you, when you know, a report comes out and the headlines all say, you know, pickleball injuries, $400 million dollars. Because the, 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 the other scenario is inactivity or a different type of activity. And jogging has its own risk of injuries. You know, bicycling, tennis, every sport, every activity that's physical has a risk of injury. And so, you know, to, to just glom on to a number like, you know, $500 million in pickleball injuries doesn't take into account the other side of the coin, the, the, the cost of inactivity as well as the cost of or the risk from doing other sorts of physical activities, hiking, whatever it is, you're going to have some risk in doing that. So, uh, you know, just you wanted to bring that up because of that. But I but I do want to point this out. If you're relatively new to the sport or, you know, somebody you're encouraging somebody to get into, into pickleball, which is great. Highly, highly recommend that. Uh, love that you're doing that. Uh, if um a couple of things. One is if you've had a period of inactivity or your friend has been in a period of inactivity for a while, spend some time on the body, spend some time, you know, working on your mobility, work on your stretching, make sure you're warming up before you play, um, stretch after you play. There's a lot of things that you can do to reduce that risk of injury, because even though that we need to understand there's a cost to not doing anything and there's a flip side of the coin, we also need to understand that pickleball is a physical activity, you know, and particularly if you haven't been doing anything for a while with your body, 
um, you know, get your body, get your body ready to play pickleball. You know, it's a wonderful sport because it's a, it's, it's one of the few activities that's healthy and addictive, right? We, we proudly proclaim our addiction to this sport, but we also got to take care of ourselves because not only do we not want to get injured, period, stop, right? We also don't want an injury to keep us off the pickleball court. So spend the time warming up, spend the time stretching, spend the time doing the things that'll get your body in, in the best shape that you can in order to allow you to participate in this awesome sport for as many years to come as possible. If you want to know, this is what we call the athletic pillar. Uh, it's a really important part of this. What you're doing by listening to this podcast is the mind part, super important, but the body cannot forget the body. You need your body in order to function out there. So make sure that you're, you're keeping it in good shape. And if you're inviting somebody out to play pickleball, fantastic. Please encourage them to play the sport. But please also encourage them to make sure that they're not overdoing it with their body uh, so that they can avoid the injuries and not be a statistic on the um, on the next UBS or other report about the, the cost of pickleball injuries. Um, so that's that's this week's podcast. You have July 20th on your calendar, I hope. Um, you know, it's going to be a fantastic workshop. Highly recommend you check it out if you can. Spend some time in the game study. It's really going to help you out. Uh, and uh, as to this podcast... We've had a lot of you uh, uh, send us emails about becoming a pickleball therapist. If you're interested in that, it's a commitment to yourself and to improving yourself uh, through the mental process, uh, both with this podcast as well as outside of this podcast, uh, and also helping others uh, who, like you, may be may benefit from this process. Uh, if you're interested in that, send us an email at therapy at betterpickleball.com, therapy at betterpickleball.com, put therapist in the subject line so I know what you're writing about and we'll get you some information on that and you can decide whether you want to continue along that path with us. Uh, as always, if you enjoyed the podcast, please rate and review it wherever you listen to it. It really helps us uh, reach other players just like you who may benefit from this information. And lastly, as always, share with your friends. If you enjoyed the podcast, they probably will too. Have a great week and I'm not going to see you next time. I'm going to see you on Thursday, July 20th for the Ultimate Game Plan Workshop. See you then.